Veteran Canadian singer-songwriter Lynn Miles has just released her 16th album. Its title is Tumbleweedy World, and yep, it's a COVID album, but it's that and much more. We found Lynn at home in Ottawa, preparing for release day. So how does it feel to be releasing your 16th album? Everything's okay, everything's alright. I feel good, it's my 16th album, so I'm kind of used to it. Right? Uh, but, um, <laughs> You've done this before. <laughs> yeah, uh, my whole thing is to get, like, I write a lot of songs, so my whole thing is to get my kids out of the house. <laughs> uh-huh. so my songs are my kids. If I can record them and get them out, then I stop worrying about them. So uh-huh. I can stop worrying about these songs, and then people can hear them. So it's really cool. Uh, you know, I can't believe I've done 16 albums. So that in what, itself. What motivates really you cool. to write so many songs? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's, you know, partially it's therapy for myself. Partially it's, I've been writing since I was probably 10. It's just mm-hmm. something I've always done. I've always wanted to express myself. And um, uh I don't know. It just seems to be a compulsion or an addiction or a healthy addiction, I think. Right. And and you come yeah. from a legacy of uh, amazing Canadian songwriters anyway. So maybe there's something in the water over there. huh? I think there is. I think there's like, you know, six months of winter for most of us. So what else are we going to do? Right. <laughs> Write songs. So the album is titled Tumbleweedy World, or work rather. I can't read my own writing. So Tumblewe- Tumbleweedy World. Yes. And what yeah. does that mean to to us, to you? Uh, well, this is a pandemic record. So I some of the songs were written during the pandemic and some of them were recorded. And the whole thing was recorded during the pandemic. And I live on a really busy street. You might hear some horns and stuff at some point. All right. Um, and at one point I looked out on this street that's always busy and saw no cars and really expected to see tumbleweed blowing across the road, oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was bleak. So, uh, and I managed to put that line in one of the songs. I'm just, uh, I'm just a lonesome drifting get girl in my tumbleweedy world. So I just decided that that's what I would name the record. <laughs> So, so is are things back to normal uh, now over there, or is yeah, things is it a different things, normal or is same normal? It's a bit different than it was. I think we all have a little PTSD and we're a little shaky, but um, and I still it's weird to go somewhere and not wear a mask, so I'm still feeling that. Um, there's still COVID around. Right, people are still dying of it, but people I think have sort of accepted that it's here, and we sort of learned how to live with it. So, so now there's lots of traffic. And lots of people go into crowds and yeah, so it's, it's almost back to normal, but I don't know that we'll ever be back to normal because our food prices have gone way skyrocketing high and, here, yeah. everything, and everything else is, you know, and restaurants have closed that are never going to open again and all that stuff yeah, yeah. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. And what about when you're performing is it a different kind of vibe or people kind of wary of being out and about or what is Well, I really didn't perform for almost three, three years. And that was weird. That's weird for me because right. I've been doing that my whole life. So the first couple of performances were as a bit shaky. Right. But I find the audiences are really appreciative that you're there. And I really, you know, if I, I've can't, I've had I've canceled some shows because we'd had another wave of COVID in our town. So I would just cancel the shows. 
because my audience, my demographic is my age. I'm 64. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody my age getting COVID. I had it last year. It's not good. Um, So, you know, I'm very cautious with them and I make sure that, you know, I put it out there. Just, you know, if you, if you don't feel comfortable, don't come. Well, there'll be another time in the future. So I do that and uh, it's been good. And so now I'm about to do two sold out shows for my CD release in my hometown. And so that'll be lots of people I haven't seen in three years, probably. So it's awesome. Sounds like fun. And when you yeah. perform, is it solo? Do you have a band? What's it like? Well, I'm going to play with the band that played on this record. And uh, we've had a couple rehearsals and it's really fun. It's kind of bluegrassy. And I would never um, deem to call myself a bluegrass musician because I have so much respect for the genre. I'm not a bluegrass musician. I just I love bluegrass music and uh-huh. I love the people who play it and write it. But I've always aspired to be at the lower level of it, you know, so so I and I always wanted to make a record with, you know, the bluegrass flavors of the dobro and the mandolin and and the banjo and the fiddle. So that's what I did with these songs. And um, so I've got a band that's comprised of those instruments. And it's really, really fun. So right. Looking so you to use it. you recorded the album with them. Tell me about the sessions. Where, how, when, why, how did it feel? Well, there's a studio about a half a mile from my house, so I can walk to it. It's a it's an analog studio. Okay. So for listeners, uh, you know, you might have seen something in the olden days with the giant reels of tape spinning. Two inch tape. <laughs> Two inch tape, and so that's what this studio has, which I love. And I, yep. you know, I'm an analog person. I'm not a digital person. Um, so I love just being in the room with the big tape, and then all the <laughs> like tube mics, which are warm and. Like, so everything's warm. And then when you play a fiddle through a tube, like you hear the bow going across the strings and then it goes on to tape, which makes it even warmer. And there's just something about that that I love. So that's how we did it. We did most of it live off the floor with the band. So I'd count it in and we'd just play the song. And then we'd add some over, we'd added some overdubs. We had the fiddle, the fiddle player later and, and some of the banjo later. But the, the basic band was we had a stand up bass, a dobro and uh guitar and mandolin that was our band and i would just start playing and singing to that and it was really really fun right and do you present these songs to the musicians beforehand or they introduce them in the studio how do you work well they're introduced to them in the studio and we were talking about that the other night so some of them like that and some of them don't like it and i said (laughs) well you know, I don't want to give it to you so that you develop your own parts and then you're stuck to them and you're, you get sort of adamant that you need to play this part. Cause I have these parts in my head that I really want to hear, right. but I also, I want you to be free to express yourself. I just don't want you to get locked in. So it's an ongoing debate. I've been do- <laughs> like, it's been, this is my 16th album and I'm still questioning whether I should give them the, the songs beforehand or not, because you know, then you're in the studio studios cost money. So time is money. So then they're in the studio basically learning the songs, right? Right, right, right. So that that takes up time and money. So right. it's a, it's an ongoing debate. But that's also kind of where the magic happens too, isn't it? It is where the magic happens, where somebody like my mandolin player, uh, his name is Joey Wright. He's so good. And he came up with these parts that are so beautiful. And, um, you know, out of thin air, just like listen to the song and went, okay, and then played these parts. And I just thought, well, you know, there's a reason why we don't let you <laughs> have the songs beforehand. So, yeah, it's an ongoing debate. I see you've released one of the tracks is uh, Johnny Without June. Obviously, we yeah. know who Johnny and June were. Um, yeah. 
tell me a little bit about, if you don't mind, uh, why you wrote that song. What inspired you? I'm the earth without the sun, a bullet with no gun. I'm a flower with no bloom, a lone wolf howling at the moon. I'm a sailor lost at sea, learning how deep blue can be. I'm a song without a tune. I'm Johnny without you. Well, this is a cool story. So I went to Halifax, Nova Scotia, and I taught, I teach songwriting classes to groups of people. And I was teaching a class for about 20 people. And usually when I teach a, a group like that, I will ask everybody to just give me like a 30 second synopsis of why they're there. And this one woman named Maxine Wallace said, well, I write lyrics, but I'm not a musician. And I'm always looking for musicians to write the melodies and the chords. So at one point I said, okay, show me your lyrics. And she showed me that song, Johnny Without You. And it's beautiful. And I was shocked. You know, she's very quiet, unassuming person, sort of timid, came up. And I went, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. I would be honored to write the music for this. Uh And she was thrilled. So I wrote the music for it. And then I I emailed her and said, hey, I'm going to put this song on an album. She was like, oh, my God, that's never happened to me before. So then, (laughs) so now the album has come out. And um uh, I get uh, radio reports and it's being played all over the place, you know, like in Australia, New Zealand, uh, England, Ireland, Italy, uh, Japan. And yep. so every time I get one of those reports, I send it to her oh, and cool. she's like, oh, my God, it's like Christmas every day. Like, she just can't believe it. I've, blow- <laughs> I've blown her mind, which I love. And then she also sent me some other lyrics, which I wrote another song with. And it's really great. Like, she's such a good lyricist. And so I told her, if I do Tumbleweedy 2, then I will put that one on Tumbleweedy 2. So we'll have like an ongoing thing. So I keep encouraging her to write because she's really great. Tumbleweedy 2 is a great title. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's sort of like you have to do it for the title alone. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I I see you also have a song called Sorry is Not Just Not Good Enough. Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, ah, it sounds like it might be somebody in particular that this song was written about. You hate everyone right now. You're acting up, falling down, kicking dirt, tearing up a town. But nobody did you wrong. You wrote your own set song. Sorry's just not good enough this time. Generally, for me, songs are really about many experiences aiming at the same target you know (laughs) so it's more than one person and it's taking sort of um some of traits and putting them all into one person so he's not a good not a good person but it's it's an amalgamation of many so (laughs) yeah but it's really about like you know you've apologized so many times that your apologies are now empty and you know that's what the song's about Cool. Yeah. And the, song, uh, the album opens with Night Owl, which you can hear the banjo and some pedal steel. Why is that the opening track? I'm a night owl. That's a fact. I like the world when it's still in black. I'm a night owl. It's in my blood. 
won't change for you. I'm a stick in the mud. Okay, it's not pedal steel, it's Dobro. Okay, sorry. Uh, yep, okay, thank yeah, you. Yes, <laughs> yes. The Dobro players of the world will be happy that we clarified that. Um, yes, I liked it because uh, my my main the main instrument I wanted to hear on my record was Dobro. I love the Dobro. It's sad and beautiful, has longing in it. It's emotive. It sounds like it's 100 years old. And I wanted that sound to open the record. So the first thing you hear is a Dobro slide. And then I start the song solo. And then the band comes in. And it's also, the song is really about me because I am a night owl. I, I'm up till 4 a.m. Right. And uh, it's hard to maintain any kind of relationships or <laughs> the only <laughs> lifestyle I could have was to be a touring musician. So, yeah. So um, that's sort of why I started it with that. And it's got a nice sort of groove. It just kind of sits there. It's not too fast, not too slow. And that's why I wanted to open the, but really it was about having a Dobro slide as the first sound on the record. Cool. Cool. All righty. Now, I don't know if, how much you want to talk about this, but I, I believe you use GoFundMe because a lot of uh, musicians in, are independent here and they do similar things. Yeah. You had some kind of issues that I saw somewhere and I was wondering. If hey, yeah. Hey, GoFundMe. Let me into my freaking account. Yeah. What happened yeah, there? So, <laughs> well, they set up a two two tier check in, which they never did before. I used to okay. just like it was on my computer. I had a password. I just log in. I could see who the people were. I could send them emails. And now it's like a two tier thing. So. You try to log in. They say, no, we're going to send you a code to your phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I never received the code. I've yeah. done this 20 times. Yep. I'm never receiving the code. So I can't actually get into my account to send the people the rewards that they're, uh, they've uh, so kindly contributed to. So I've had, it's a freaking nightmare. So I've had people, you know, I put that on my Facebook and my website. Please, if you contributed, please send me an email. Tell me what you did and give me an address yep. and I'll I'll send yep. you out some stuff. So if you're out there and you contributed, just send me on something on my <laughs> website. Or, and if you work for GoFundMe, uh, I have some choice words for you, but I won't <laughs> I, I say them don't. on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's because you're in Canada and it, maybe it's based in the U.S. and it's like, no, open, no, you know? I don't think so. Yeah. I think, well, OK, maybe it is. But, you know, then they, they send they have like a little robot person on the side who tells you. Okay, now just change your password. So I change your password and then change your browser. Then I change my browser yeah. Then change it. Yeah. No, can we send it to a different phone number? I was like, no, I don't have another phone number. Right, right. And then they send you emails and say, we see you're having trouble. We'll get back to you. <laughs> and then they don't get back to you. Yeah. So I've been, I've actually been swearing at them in the emails because no, I know it's just, it's just robots, right? Sure. So yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. like, I'm swearing at robots in my emails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could be a I new song. <laughs> I'm swearing at robots in my emails. That's the title of the song. There, there you go. go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. now, I've had similar issues. Uh, I'm in New Zealand, but I'm American, as you can probably tell. Yeah. And I have a bank account in the U.S. that's supposed to be easy to go back and forth. And yeah, they do the same thing. Uh, you know, they want to check in and verify, blah blah blah. Right. Phone right. number, but they don't can't do that overseas. So I had to have my sister, who lives in Florida, use her phone number. Then. 
They verify to her, and then she calls me with a verification number. I mean, it's yeah. just insane. I think I'm going to have to find somebody and ask them if they'll do that with me. That's what I decided today. At this point, yeah, yeah. There is always a solution, but it, there shouldn't have to be that much work in just. No, uh, it's in the in the age of communication with quotation marks. There, yep. this should be really simple. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. No. It just it, makes it just seems like everything takes twice as long now. That's why I'm an analog person. Okay. One of the many reasons. Uh-huh. It just seems like if you just wrote it down on a piece of paper, all would be well. Right. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we'll see. These are my notes. Yeah. They're on paper. <laughs> well, my notes are on paper too. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. If I can read my writing, it, all problems would be solved, but that's another problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. You should have been a doctor if your writing um, is bad. Isn't that? <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. Anyway. So, Still time so- to go to med school. Yeah, not, not for yeah. me, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so the album's coming out on Friday. You got the you release shows in Ottawa and in, and in Toronto. You do some teaching as well. So, are you thinking about what are, what do you got mapped out for yourself in the in the near future? Well, it's been a weird time because um, you know usually when you if you're booking shows, you're booking six months to a year to two years out, right? And in the last year, my mother passed away in December, and she was ill for the la- the year before that. So I really wasn't thinking about anything. Plus, I wasn't playing shows because of COVID. I couldn't go anywhere because of COVID because I didn't want to get her, give her COVID. Right? right. So I didn't do anything. The only thing I did was record this record. Mm. And uh, and then, you know, I did a, cre- a GoFundMe, but also um, there's a Canadian label called True North Records, and I just sent it to them because I've worked with them before. Yep. And they liked it and they picked it up. Yay. So the reason it's getting airplay all over the place is because of them. And they're such a great record la- record label. So I just want to thank them. And if, you, if you're interested in them, it's called True North Records. I've heard of them. Yep. Yep. Canadian label. Bruce Coburn is on there and yep. a bunch of other great, great artists. Um, anyway, so, uh, so I didn't do anything for myself for the last couple of years because my mom wasn't well. So now I have to start thinking about and she passed away in December. So now I have to start from getting through the grief, you know, the mm-hmm. waves of grief that happen yep. Yep. and then trying to figure out, okay, now what am I going to do? So, mm. and the touring, you know, I'm 64. Touring is harder as you get older. It's exhausting. It's always exhausting, even if you're 20. Right. Um, so I'm trying to pick the shows carefully and not do too much and not wear myself out. And, um, kind of get back into it and do some writing and so we'll see what happens i do want to make temple weedy too i have all the songs ready because i have i i have a lot of songs i've written 900 songs i've only <laughs> recorded i've only recorded 16 albums so i have a lot of songs lying around <laughs> that i would like to get out of the house so i have i have some songs for it and i maybe could write some new some other ones as well if i feel like writing I haven't written in a while um but um so there's that I want to do. I also have I want to do a piano album because I have all these piano songs that I've written and uh, I'd like to do a piano record. So those are the two things I'm thinking about at this point. Cool. Sounds like things are happening. And hopefully yeah. maybe sometime you head hit head south, come down here Ooh. and play some songs for us. That'd be nice. I just want to shout out to Jennifer Allen George because right. uh, Jennifer's my sort of cousin, Alice's okay. partner, and George is her son. And I think he's about two and a half or three anyways very cute and they live in new zealand and they live cool. on the southernmost island or they they were Stewart um, island there's a, i think they, than... they 
Yeah, they lived in a park on the on the very south. She was park worked in the park, and so did he, and that's how they met. They met on the rap the rat trap line. Isn't okay. that romantic? Yeah, that they met lovely. trapping rats, so they belong <laughs> together. But anyway, I just want to say hi to them. Cool. Yay! <laughs> yeah. All right. Very good. Well, thank you for taking time to talk to me, and good luck with oh, the Marty. Re- thank you. shows and the release itself thank you. and all that stuff. If Alrighty. I ever come to New Zealand, let's have a coffee. Definitely. We'll meet Alrighty. up. Okay. All right. Take care. Bye. Right. Bye-bye.